Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So it's almost time to release the Kraken, and obviously the expansion draft is fast approaching. We've been having a lot of silly season discussion, and overall it's fun and all, but why not have a full-blown discussion with a new show here at the Locked On Podcast Network? Yep, it is Locked On Kraken, so why not have a discussion with her involving her background with hockey, what does she think about the Seattle Kraken, some recent moves they made, and also... Who will the Seattle Kraken take off our hands in the expansion draft? Because I have made my list, everybody, and some of you might agree with it. Some of you might not, but as you guys know, if you're a religious listener to my show, you probably uh, understand my reasoning. So we have a lot to discuss in this episode. It's going to be a lengthy one. So buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, July 7th, 2021 at the time of this recording. If you're wondering why I am recording two episodes in one day, it's just because tomorrow uh, at the time of this recording is going to be my birthday on July 8th. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm, I'll, I'll level with you. I do not want to record an episode on the day of my birthday. I just want that to myself, and rightfully so. I want to spend time with my friends. I want to spend time with my family. And overall, I just want to celebrate the day of my birth because I am going to be turning 22 in a few hours. So I had to uh, basically think of something to provide you guys because, like I told you guys, I don't really want to record on my birthday. So what am I going to do? Well, we have a new host here on the Locked On NHL branch, and that is Erica Ayala. And she is the new host of Locked On Kraken. So I've been waiting to do this crossover for quite some time because we have a lot to discuss in terms of the Seattle Kraken. We got to discuss what sense of direction are they going to go in? What are they going to do for this year's expansion draft? What are they going to do in the amateur draft, which is a few days after their expansion draft? There's a lot to discuss. There's a lot to dissect. There's a lot to break down. And overall, I just felt like the timing was now to have Erica come onto the show and overall just have an open discussion in terms of what's going to happen for the Seattle Kraken, and overall, what can we look forward to? And obviously, some of you guys might know who uh, listen to my show religiously. You might remember, like a while back, I told you that my mentor is Ever Fitzhugh, who is going to be the radio play-by-play announcer for the Seattle Kraken. He's been a huge influence in my life. He's going to be the first African-American play-by-play announcer at the NHL level. So, yeah, obviously, that's why I take so much inspiration for him. I've been featured in the news uh, with him, uh, you know, USA Today, USCHO, all of that. And obviously, you guys know I'm a college play-by-play announcer for a hockey team. So, obviously, I take great pride in my work. And Everett Fitzhugh is a great role model. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of other ties I have with Seattle Kraken. I've been following them closely. So, overall, why not just have a discussion? with the new Locked On Kraken host and just overall talk all things hockey and we're also going to be talking about the expansion draft so we're going to do a hypothetical scenario I am going to pretend that I am Tom Fitzgerald and she's going to pretend like you know obviously she's the Seattle Kraken and that it's the New Jersey Devils turn to have a player selected from the pool of players that the Seattle Kraken 
can uh, select. So obviously, you know, uh, you guys know how I think Tom Fitzgerald is going to go about this. Obviously, I'll recite the rules later in the episode, and then I will select my seven forwards, my three defensemen, and my one goaltender that I believe the New Jersey Devils will protect, and I will give uh, Erica Ayala just basically the list of players that she could choose from. Obviously, someone like Jack Hughes is exempt from it since he is officially not played in his uh, third year in the league quite yet, so he is safe. But obviously, there's some players who are going to be unrestricted free agents. So obviously, you got Ryan Murray, and uh, obviously, you know, there's there's uh, no confirmation as to whether or not these players will be protected or not. I can't guarantee anything. This is just basically my opinion based on uh, everything that I've researched about the New Jersey Devils, based on everything that I've seen this past season, based on what I've seen on TV, whatever the case might be. Obviously, like I told you guys, can't reiterate this enough. This list is not confirmed by anyone. It is just my personal opinion. So we're going to talk to Erica in a second. But first, let's get the live reads out the way. So first live read comes from Bet Online. So Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, no pun intended. And you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. The All-Star game for the MLB is fast approaching as well. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And then the second live read comes from rockauto.com. So obviously, guys, I told you the story how I needed new parts, so I run to rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and also in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more on the same parts for a chain store or car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, mortar oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website to find the solution to your auto parts needs. So, go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Man, those live reads take a lot out of me. So let's talk to Erica Ayala. She is the new host of Locked On Kraken, and we're going to talk all things Kraken. We're going to talk all things expansion draft. We're going to talk all sorts of direction in terms of what the Seattle Kraken are going to do this upcoming year. I can't wait. I love expansion teams, as you guys know. So let's take it away. I'm looking forward to this discussion. All right, we have a special crossover here on Locked On Devils. It is the new host of Locked On Kraken. Yes, you heard me correctly. Locked On Kraken. It's Erica Ayala. So, Erica, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. This is officially my first crossover, or how I like to say, squadcast. So, thank you so much for having me. We call it crossover, but uh, this has been a long time coming because I've been uh, following closely with the Seattle Kraken because, I don't know if you knew this, my mentor, Everfit Hugh, uh, who, who's going to do the play-by-play for their radio station, is actually my mentor because I also do uh, hockey play by play. So, um, oh man, I missed the opportunity to say what's cracking. <laughs> I missed the opportunity. <laughs> you, gotta to say get, 
Oh, you got to get it rolling off the tongue. Yeah, it's it's right there for you. It, it's it's fun to do. And the fans so far, I've only had a handful of uh, of podcast episodes, but the fans are really enjoying it. <laughs> well, uh, you're you're already growing already, and uh, just welcome to the NHL branch of Locked On. But first, I want to get to know you a little bit more because obviously you're relatively new in this branch. This is a brand new show. Locked on Kraken. You've already had a big name guest star on your first episode. I'll, I'll tell you what, I was struggling. It, it took me like a hundred or so episodes to get my first big guest star. But um, uh, just just tell uh, the audience who you are just a bit. I mean, I'm sure uh, your audience already knows who you are, but like, who are you? Sure thing. Well, as you mentioned, Erica Lindsay Ayala, and I'm based in New York, at least for now. I started covering sports I'd say, you know, uh, pretty consistently almost seven years ago now. And um, that came from me just being an athlete and wanting to get the rest of my family to be big, big uh, sports fans. And my sister, Jessie, is the only one that would bite. And she got really into hockey during the Sochi Olympics. And so long story short, and I've said this story a million times, you can listen to Locked on Kraken if you want more of it. But uh, long story short, we started going to National Women's Hockey League games together, NWHL. And actually, the Riveters used to play at uh, at Barnabas, Barnabas Health Hockey House, which, of course, is the practice facility of the Devils. And if you go there still... The 2018 NWHL championship banner is still there for the Metropolitan Riveters. Funny you have mentioned that. Um, actually, just a couple months ago, I had former Riveters player Soroya Tinker on my show. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we, we talked about that. We talked about her career. So, yeah, uh, they, they have their games at the practice uh, facility for the New Jersey Devils. And that led into the conversation as to, like, how well is the NHL associated with the Women's Hockey League? And, you know, uh, what would you like to see? different overall it was just a great conversation wish her the best of luck in toronto um but yeah had that That's conversation a tough one to Gloria. lose on the on the blue line but uh, i love that you had tink on the show i didn't know that so trey yeah, I, was, gotta, I gotta go listen back to that one that was my 200th episode i believe that Ooh. was first week of may so yeah uh she, she's fantastic. a fantastic she's a fantastic girl uh went to yale university played eight mm-hmm. sports in high school now she's um, you know playing professional women's hockey um, you know, she, she's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. You, you said it, but, uh, so uh, anyway, I, I got into hockey through women's hockey and flash forward to almost, I guess, uh, almost, yeah. Three years ago now, I, I went full-time into freelancing as a sports journalist and, um, locked on was like, Hey, well, let's do some women's basketball podcasting. I was like, I got you. And around that time, also the Seattle Kraken asked, well, they weren't even the Seattle Kraken yet, Trey, they were NHL Seattle. And they were looking for a freelancer to write a story about Willie O'Ree. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. And that was my first of now a handful of freelance assignments. So that's when I started really following what first NHL Seattle and then the Seattle Kraken was doing. And so when the opportunity to uh, expand and grow with the Locked On Network came about with the the brand new NHL team, brand new Locked On NHL podcast, I was like, let's do it. (laughs) I'll be honest. I did ask for the position because I know ever fits you. So I thought, you know, and, (laughs) and, you know, I was getting used to, to covering the NHL in terms of just like following a team consistently posting a podcast every day. And I was just like, 
wait a minute. I know a lot of people from Seattle Kraken. So if you need a host, you know, you know, I'm, I'll be available, but at the same time, I love where I'm at right now, but you know, congratulations to you. Cause I was, Thank you actually you. led me into my next question, which was um, obviously this wasn't the first time that you're associated with locked on. Like you said, you mm-hmm. did locked on women's basketball. And um, you know, I just wanted to ask you that experience, but I think you answered the question. So let's move over to the next topic, which is Seattle Kraken. So what's Kraken out in Seattle uh-huh, right now? What, what can you tell us? Well, much like us, Trey, they are uh, baking out in the Pacific Northwest. The temperatures are high, so they're really looking forward to talking about all the things hockey so they can cool off. But uh, no, weather jokes aside, we have a head coach. We now have two assistant coaches. I talked about that on as uh, as we're recording the day uh, today. I talked about that on Locked on Kraken. The two appointments for assistant coach, Dave Haxtell, of course, is the head coach. So I know you're uh, with Locked on Devils, but you said you're in the Philly area. So as you know, Dave Haxtell, there's certain feelings in the hockey community in Philadelphia. But um, I think well, I have overall, no feelings. I have no feelings towards that man. So you, you would have to talk to <laughs> Rachel and Danielle of Locked on Flyers about that. They they have some very strong ones, at least per the group chat. But um, but I think, you know, a lot of people saw what happened in Philly wasn't super great. And Dave owned a lot of that, but felt that he had a young team that was transitioning. And when he left, that team did do a little bit better. Now, is that because he left? Is that because of the building blocks? I guess we'll find out in Seattle. But what I get uh, from talking or hearing Ron Francis talk, from hearing Dave talk, they really are looking for a coaching staff that's going to be able to develop people. And so I think now with, you know, who we have on, on the staff, uh, these are people that Ron knows and that Dave knows. And so uh, that's what we have there. We have absolutely uh, no players except for Luke Henman. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're still waiting to, to sign players, which of course is going to come through the expansion draft, the entry draft, and maybe a little bit here and there via free agency. So things are very new. We're starting to get, you know, the actual on-ice hockey personnel, but you mentioned Everett Fitzhugh. I mean, there's so many amazing people. I had JT Brown, to your point, uh, on my first episode. I got to talk to JT right out the gate, coming in hot, and he was fantastic. He's going to be the analyst on the TV side of things, um, along with John Forslund, as, as far as the voice of the crack in there. And um, we also have had Chanel Keenan on the show on Locked on Kraken. She's an intersectionality consultant for the Seattle Kraken and is also on the East Coast here with us. And she's fantastic. I know she's also just on the Soul on Ice podcast. She's been on On the Bus with AJ and Cammie. She's fantastic. So yeah, we have started off pretty strong on Locked on Kraken. And I said, even on today's podcast that I got to be honest, Trey, if if the Stanley Cup final ends a little early, I'm going to be all right because I'm thinking that once the final is over, once someone has hoisted the Stanley Cup, then we're going to start getting announcements as to schedule. We're going to get announcements as far as what the Seattle Kraken is actually going to be doing, if anything, for their expansion draft. We know it's going to be on national television, but are there going to be any special, I don't know, Zoom you know, streams or things like that? I think everyone just wants to get 
uh, out of the, the, the cloud of the Stanley Cup final, you know, of course, everyone is going to be focused on that as they should be. But if I have to be a little bit biased, I'd say that people who are following the Seattle Kraken are ready to drop some dates, some more details. And as you said, get Kraken towards this season coming in the fall. Amen to that, because look, I, I, look, it's, it's clear that the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to become uh, back-to-back champions or back-to-back COVID uh, champions, so Mickey Mouse <laughs> ring, asterisks. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, it, it's funny you mentioned that is because, you know, um, I talked about uh, silly season a lot during my show, so I just talk about certain scenarios that could happen. Like, you know, I, I think I did a couple episodes involving, like, um, uh, players that could potentially get, be picked up by you guys in the expansion draft. So I talked about PK Subban and I said, look, mm-hmm. we need, but before we, we uh, expose PK Subban in, in the uh, draft, we need to have some deals lined up because if you guys were to hypothetically pick up PK Subban and we have no deals lined up, we're going to be $25 million away from the cap floor, not the cap ceiling, the cap mm-hmm. floor. Mm. So it's just like, yeah, PK Subban's contract is a lot, but at the same time, I do not want to be in the red in terms of finance. Obviously we resigned a uh, restricted free agent, um, Nathan Bastion. We brought back Scott Wedgwood just a couple days ago. So obviously, you know, we're just trying to get our roster ready for exposure. And, you know, obviously I'm sure you've been doing research in terms of like uh, what uh, teams or players you kind of have an eye for. So before we talk about the New Jersey Devils specifically, are there any other players around the league that you've been hearing about or you have your eye on in terms of just like the expansion draft or like, you know, something we should be on the lookout for? Because the one thing is, and you know, I know I'm rambling on a little bit, but I'm actually a fan of the expansion draft a little bit. I'm a fan of these expansion teams. A lot of people don't like the Vegas Golden Knights, but I'm just like, I love this because this is like what I do in my video game. Cause it's just like, I'm, I'm picking my dream team. I'm, I'm picking players that are available. I'm like, constructing like my fantasy hockey lineup or something like that. And it's just a lot of fun. And obviously we saw what Vegas has been able to, to do. Obviously Gerard Gallant got uh, the, the puck rolling uh, when they first were in their inaugural season, went to the Stanley cup finals. So obviously I guess this is a two part question. Do you have your eye on any other players in the NHL right now, before we talk about the New Jersey devils and what are your expectations for the Kraken? I will say I am not a, a couch GM. <laughs> <laughs> not in oh, hockey oh, at least you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I definitely um I I do not even try to pretend like that is my forte so as far as particular players that I have my eye on or that I've heard uh what I will say is that the Seattle Kraken have been keeping things pretty hush hush uh with the exception of the assistant coaches which I think Ryan S. Clark was maybe the first person um, that I saw at least uh, tweeting out some of those names. Uh, um, you know, we really haven't had many leaks. Um, so for me, I'm really going to take a, a close look at the protected lists when they're actually out, take a look and crunch all of the numbers then. Um, because it's a little bit of a different situation in, in my mind. You're getting, you're getting ready to build a franchise from the ground up. So in some ways you really have to focus not so much on an individual player and and what their individual stats are, even what their stats are on the team that they were on or teams that they've been on. You have to try to configure what you think that player among all of the other players that you're going to get are going to do. And so 
I think that what we're going to see is similarly to what we saw with Las Vegas, we'll see the expansion draft, but we'll also see, and um, some people, whether they like it or not, but Vegas has been able to be very successful and get to the postseason because of some of the trades and, and uh, excuse me, uh, what they've been able to do in free agency, I should say. And that's, I think, where the Seattle Kraken um, are going to really build their roster and, and comprise it the way that they want. So I think we still have a little bit of time before I personally am going to do some deep dive analysis, but that's why I was excited to come onto my first crossover because I'm really excited to hear what other people around the network are thinking as far as players that they either want to protect 100% or players that maybe they're okay with getting rid of and why. Right. And obviously, uh, you know, I'm a fan of a lot of the players I'm going to list to you, but obviously, you know, <laughs> it's just like, sometimes you do need to make the business decision. Luckily, exactly. someone like Jack Hughes uh, is automatically protected since he hasn't played in Correct. his official uh, third year in the league. So like, he's still considered a sophomore year player. Right. So obviously someone like him is protected already. So, you know, stuff like that. And obviously, you know, he's your protected guaranteed Blackwood protected, guaranteed. Um, mm. You know, I, I think, um, you know, it, it's definitely a little subjective when it comes to this because there's always going to be a pros and cons when it comes to like the expansion draft and overall just what's going to happen. Obviously, like you said, th th I call it silly season for a reason because, you know, it's just like, <laughs> you know, it, it, we're just at a point in, in, in the year where uh, our teams aren't really doing much due to the playoffs still going on. And just overall, you know, sometimes we have to think of hypothetical scenarios. Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? So, like, before we get the official thing, why don't just entertain some stuff? Like, I literally did episodes involving Dougie Hamilton or Connor McDavid. And I said, there's no way any of those scenarios will ever happen. But, <laughs> you know, it's just like, why not have fun with it? I also did Alexander Ovechkin since he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Just, just have fun with it, you know? Just have fun. I get you. I get you. So just just to reiterate the expansion draft rules and, you know, uh, for, for both the Kraken and also teams like the New Jersey Devils. So uh, you must select one player from each presently existing club, except the Vegas Golden Knights. You must have 14 forwards, nine defensemen and three goaltenders. Obviously, you know this. Just trying to uh, inform the listeners. And sure. uh, clubs have two options for protecting players, either seven forwards, three defensemen and a goaltender or eight skaters, four eight slash skaters. defensemen and a goaltender. If I'm Tom Fitzgerald, the GM for the New Jersey Devils, I'm going with the first option because I think you have more, um, you know, leeway when it comes to that kind of thing. Cause I just feel like there's just, um, you, know, you know, obviously I haven't done the math yet, but it's just like the second options just seems like a, a little less if you know what I mean. So it's just like gotcha. you a little bit more options. But before we get to that, I want to talk about the NHL draft because that's the biggest question mark that mm -hmm. I have for you guys, which is like, we're projected to get Luke Hughes, maybe the younger brother of Jack and Quinn. Right, right. But obviously, you know, your team isn't built yet. So it's just like, right. I don't know what you need. <laughs> could you could you uh, hypothetically select Jesper Wallstead if you don't uh, get a goaltender that you're satisfied with? Uh, could you get a defenseman? Uh, you know, could it be possible that uh, Locked on Sabres and Sneaky Joe are correct, which is that the <laughs> Sabres are going to get Luke Hughes with the first overall pick? Or I'm just like, what, what? Like, we haven't had that discussion in months. Luke Hughes right. has fallen a little bit. Yeah, Come yeah, he has. He has kind of fallen. Um, so it's and it's like, it's funny because I, yeah, I, um, okay, so wow, I'll, I'll, that was a lot. But um, I think let's take it piece by piece. 
Um, so the Seattle Kraken obviously have the second overall pick in the entry draft or the amateur draft. Uh, what we've heard from Ron Francis is that securing the middle is extremely important. So what does that mean? That's your goaltender, that's your defenders and your center. And um, I don't know <laughs> that, uh, that the Kraken are going to necessarily take a goalie with that two pick, assuming that they keep it. Um, Ron Francis has said he's going with the best player that's available. So there's only going to be one player off the board. So he'll have his pick of, of the litter, so to speak. And so it really could be anything, any, anyone, the entry drafts will happen after the expansion draft. So again, we're making up these hypotheticals, not knowing who's been chosen in the expansion draft. I would be surprised if the Seattle Kraken take a goalie in the entry draft, I think they have to get a goalie uh, that has some experience and is ready, is NHL ready. I would argue you probably want to do that as a, as a team that's going to hit the ice in October. Um, so I don't, I don't foresee them taking a goalie. That's just me. Um, but uh, I, I think you're going to go the skater. And again, it, it sounds like, and also knowing Ron's history uh, with Carolina, defenders seem to be where he likes to go. In, that's what in, I in a draft. Exactly. That's what we hear. And that's what he's been saying, right? Secure the middle. And that does include defense as someone who personally loves defense. I'm all about that. Um, so obviously names like Owen power are there, but I have gone on the record and saying that I, I kind of like Maddie Beniers at two for the Seattle, Seattle Kraken. Maddie Beniers, Owen power, the university of Michigan Wolverines that could possibly just go one or and two, like give her, I think this is the first time in a while where there's no like consensus first overall pick. Everyone's saying going power, but like I'm hearing a lot of like just people pancaking it as you will, just like flip flopping saying, no, Matt Beniers will go first overall. No, no, Luke Hughes should have gone first overall. We were talking about this a few months ago just because he's injured, you know, or or Simon Edmondson. I'm like, that's yeah. not going to happen. But could he go number two? I've seen it on mock drafts, but, you know, obviously, you know, when I'm doing my draft, um, you know, selection it's it's a little hard because obviously the Seattle Kraken you guys haven't had your expansion draft yet which will happen July 21st I believe right that's correct and then then, two days later we start the entry draft right so it's just like building up from scratch you said a mouthful so right yeah I mean yeah so it's it's really a toss-up uh you know I wonder how much the Seattle Kraken know we know that they've been in conversations we've already seen right and other places in NHL people are making trades so that they get value for players that are likely to leave anyway either because they're free agents or because maybe the team is ready to move on from them but so that's another thing that is going to be interesting to see how the Seattle Kraken approach this expansion draft and then entry draft. I wonder how many deals, Trey, we're going to get in between or things that we'll find out later that we're kind of built up. It's like, all right, you know, you do me a solid and take this and then we'll rotate this out. You know, I feel like there could be, there's potential for there to be a lot of movement. One, because I get the sense that Ron Francis is like kind of a G, you know what I'm saying? Like he kind of got some, some pull, some swag and people are intrigued. They want to, again, try to protect as much as they can without being blindsided which, you know, maybe some people felt the last time there was an expansion draft with the Golden Knights. So I think there's going to be a lot of strategy. It's already happening. We're already seeing how it is playing out for other teams and, again, other trades, other free agent signings. So that's going to be exciting to just witness and see and, and be able to talk about. All right. So you obviously said that. 
So let me give you my list of players that I want to protect in this year's uh, expansion draft and players that will potentially be available for you guys to pick. So obviously for goaltender, it'll be Mackenzie Blackwood, which then will expose Scott Wedgwood. I don't know if you guys would want him. Uh, Then in terms of defense, let's just say hypothetically, we weren't able to get some deals lined up. So we're forcibly going to have to protect PK Subban. Then we're going to protect one of our alternate captains, Damon Severson. And it seems like um, Lindy Ruff is big on Jonas Siegenthaler. So I'm going to keep Siegenthaler. So defense will be Subban, Severson, and Siegenthaler as my protected uh, picks. And now we go over to Fords. Um, I'm going to protect Heizer, Brock, Zaka. Even though Zaka hasn't really lived up to all the other players in the 2015 NHL draft, I'd much rather uh, trade him and get something out of him versus give him up for nothing. Uh, Kwokinen, Sharon Govich, Wood, and, um, oh, this is tough. I'm going to protect, um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go, uh, this might not happen, but I'm going to protect Nathan Bastion. So notable mm-hmm. unprotected players will be Will Butcher, Michael mm-hmm. McLeod, and Andreas Janssen. So, so who the Seattle Kraken, it is your turn to pick a player from the New Jersey Devils roster. Who are you going to take? I will repeat the notable unprotected players, Scott Wedgwood, Michael McLeod, Will Butcher, and Andreas Janssen. Oh boy. Um, So I don't think that Seattle will pick a goalie from. Okay. I kind of anticipate, I kind of anticipated that because, you know, know, Scott Wedgwood, I'm pretty much guaranteeing that he's going to be our third string goalie next year anyway. So it's just like, I was just like, yeah, they're just doing that just to expose a goalie. So, okay. Goalies off the board. There's better options. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't foresee that happening. Um, Okay. So let's look at, so you said butcher uh, McLeod. Um, All right. So let's look at, you know, Another thing that you have to be mindful of with an expansion team is if you can get a solid player with, with experience, experience in professional sports matters. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. You have your young flashy players that can inject energy into a team. They can revitalize the team in a lot of ways, but it's hard to win championships without experience. Um, You know, that being said, I, do I feel that there's a solid option here as far as experience? I mean, I, mean, I don't know. No, we're one of the youngest teams in the NHL. We have one exactly. we have the youngest captain in the NHL currently. So we are a very young, inexperienced team. So at this point, you're just saying the you're just kind point. of picking. Yeah. You're just kind of picking here. And so for that reason, um, I, I think maybe maybe Butcher has a chance. I know um, there was a little bit of a of a different um, list that I saw from someone that I'm going to have on Locked On Kraken over at uh, Cheap Seats Sports, and you know I I think it's interesting that you protected PK Subban because that's definitely a player that a lot of people have mixed feelings, shall we right. say? And like about. I told you, I have mixed feelings about PK Subban, Correct. but like I said, in this hypothetical scenario. Let's just say we don't have any trades lined up. Protected. So yeah, yeah, we have to protect them you know, because if you take them $25 million away from the cap floor. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I hear all of that. That's like, I hear where you're coming from business wise. So you know what I'm going to say for the sake of, uh, well, I guess um, 
I'm going to let's I'm going to just pick randomly. I'm going to pick a defender because I already said a defense is something that I like. So I'm going to go with Butcher again. I think it's a little bit of a toss up. You already mentioned one of the younger teams, obviously being in the New York area. I know that this team has struggled in a lot of very real ways. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I also hate making <laughs> predictions, um, but but uh, let let's let's go with Butcher. OK. So here's uh, a note about Butcher. Butcher has struggled with the New Jersey Devils organization. Obviously, you know, we tried uh, a, a few times pairing him with, you know, someone solid, including P.K. Subban, but it just doesn't work out. Uh, Will Butcher just seems to fall out of the Devils rotation. And the thing is, is like the only reason we were giving him more opportunities towards the end of the year, which is because we were dealing with a lot of injuries like P.K. Subban uh, didn't finish the year out due to COVID. Uh, Ty Smith also uh, wasn't able to finish out the year due to an injury. So it's just like, you know, we were just giving Will Butcher more opportunities, but it just doesn't seem like he's a um, he, he's just a fit in New Jersey. So I, I, I would say you, you could take Will Butcher uh, last season. He appeared in 23 games, had one goal, 10 assists for a grand total of 11 points, plus minus negative three. His career, 238 games played, 14 goals, 92 assists for a grand total of 100 in uh, six points, uh, career plus minus is negative 27. Uh, his best year with the New Jersey Devils was actually his uh, rookie year in which he appeared in uh, 81 games, had five goals, 39 assists for a grand total of 44 points. But after every year, he just has gotten progressively worse. And unfortunately, it just doesn't seem like it's going to work out in New Jersey for him. Uh, we, we, we've, uh, we, we just add him to the rotation when we just need a filler. And so, you know, that's on the new guns that uh, Haxtell brought in, especially Jay Leach, who comes from the AHL, the Providence Bruins, and he's going to be heading up the defenseman. So in this hypothetical, can he make some magic with a defender that has not really, you know, shown on a team, you know, hasn't had an opportunity to shine on a team that has been struggling? I don't know, but uh, I guess we'll find out if this hypothetical comes to pass. Well, if it makes you feel better, uh, Nikita Gusev, uh, we waived him and he actually did, well, he did better with the Florida Panthers. I'm not going to say he did like, you know, amazing or anything, but he did, he, he improved with the Panthers. Um, so yeah, th there's something right there. Obviously Taylor Hall was able to revive his career with the Bruins. Um, obviously he won't be the uh, Hart Memorial Trophy winner that he once was a few years ago, but he was able to put up some solid production uh, for the um, Boston Bruins during their playoff run. Then Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac, uh, even though Zajac kind of fell out of favoritism in New York, seems like Kyle Palmieri uh, was able to find some new life, especially during the playoffs. So, you know, there, there is a history of former New Jersey Devils players leaving a team uh, and, you know, becoming better. You know, not like all-star, part Memorial Trophy, Norris Trophy, whatever the case might be, but they get better, you know. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's there's so many factors that can go into, you know, why a player just doesn't make a good run with a team. Is it coaching? Is it injury? Is it chemistry? You know, I don't know. But, um, you know, I think it was interesting going back to Cheap Seeds Sports. You know, Scott had, you know, A.J. Greer potentially as someone. I mentioned already P.K. Subban. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't get the sense from, you know, I haven't. I haven't watched a lot of devil's hockey. It's been a while. I used to watch a lot more, especially because I could uh, go to Riveters practice and, and then head over to a game or vice versa. But um, 
I just felt like the there was a lack of cohesion and consistency for a little while now with with the Devils. So I I would I would err on the side of saying that anyone that you pick from New Jersey, you really have to and you would want to give them a, a, a clean slate and really put them in a system where you think they can thrive. And that's why it's kind of hard to pluck a name, you know, off of a hypothetical because I really do believe that the Seattle Kraken are going to focus a lot on building up their team chemistry. They really have to. I think they're going to probably be a a, a pretty young team. Uh, It looks like they're putting in coaching personnel to be able to cultivate a young team. And there are a lot of questions as to whether they'll even be a successful team, right? If you listen to Locked on NHL, the odds, they're one of the, the teams that's in the bottom as far as least likely to, to win the Stanley Cup. And I think that's right there probably with you. fair. Right there with you. <laughs> exactly. I think that's fair as of right now. How long are they going to get by by being, you know, the new kids on the block? I don't know. Is that, are they being, you know, potentially, well, you know, I don't like- know. It's well, if it, I, I think the thing is, is it because the, the amount of people on your roster just won, and that'll be a Jeopardy <laughs> question. Uh, I, I, I project who was the first uh player to you know uh join the CL crack, and that'll, that'll be a Jeopardy question, I, I guarantee it. But overall, it's just because you guys only have one person on your roster, you, you, they don't have any idea how your no roster is going to be built. So, I guarantee no. that your um betonline.ag odds are going to go way up as soon as the season. <laughs> progresses but you know well here's hoping right (laughs) well vegas went to the stanley cup final in their inaugural season so that's true you know like i said they you just gotta wait for the expansion draft you gotta wait for the amateur draft and then obviously we gotta see what trades or free agency we gotta see what uh is in the process but as of right now yeah i would have you guys in the bottom because i can't even put you guys in neutral because I don't know what your roster looks like. There's nothing. There's nothing to go off. I actually had some fun. Uh, I was on the call that NHL had with some of the prospects, and I played on on Locked on Crack, and uh, I believe it was um, – who was it? I'm going to forget who it was right now, but one of the players was asking, he was asked if uh, he has taken a look at some of the scout on some of the teams that he's spoken to. And he mentioned Seattle. He's like, yeah, I I take a look at the scout. He's like, you know, it's a little hard with Seattle though, because uh, (laughs) there's no depth chart. (laughs) There's nobody there yet. And I was like, dude, I get that. I hear that. We're so excited to get some players and get a better understanding, crunch the numbers. That's when I'll do, you know, I'm, I'm terrible. Like I said, at being a GM, but I, I'll, I'll comb through some stats once we have a roster and then I'll, I'll have plenty of opinions once we have more than one player for sure. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So Erica, welcome to the NHL branch of the locked on podcast network. Uh, you've done great work for locked on so far. I, I've, I can't wait to listen to your interview with JT Brown. I'll be honest with you. I did, I did want to send him a DM and say, do you want to come on my show? But I was just like, you know what? I'll, I'll let uh, locked on crack and handle that. I can't, Thank I can't, you. I can't steal that away. That's unfair. I've already given, I've already interviewed Everett for two. I don't need to interview a second uh, Kraken announcer. So it's just like, um, <laughs> Hey, the more the merrier. And you know, I, I keep it 100%. Also, I love that we got some hashtag team more melon in here holding it down. <laughs> yep, we need more uh, people of color in the sport of hockey. And I think uh, with what the Kraken are doing, especially with um, not only uh, people of color, but uh, also women, also LGBTQ, they're definitely, uh, you know, trying to diversify the sport. And I do acknowledge and appreciate that. 
And, you know, obviously my mentor going to be the first play-by-play uh, announcer who is black uh, to, to be in the NHL. So kudos to him. He's been a great mentor to me. Um, he's been a big, um, inspiration for my career as well. Hopefully I get to join the broadcasting team in Seattle one day, but, um, you know, for right now, I'm happy where I'm at right now. And I'm glad that you came on to the show just to discuss locked on Kraken, discuss the expansion draft. So you heard it here. Will butcher will be picked up in the expansion draft (laughs) by the Seattle Kraken. If that happens, if that hypothetically does, if that hypothetically happens, I mean, I honestly will be shocked and surprised, but uh, you never know, right? Put it out there. We'll see what happens. But like I said, uh, now I I, I'm, I'm ready to uh, look at the roster once we have it and then uh, formulate some opinions. You know, I'm, I'm really an eye test person. I'm old school like that. Well, I can't wait to see what else is in store for the Kraken. I can't wait until we actually play you guys. Can't wait to maybe go to a game one day. It's going to be it's going to be very fun. And I, I can't wait to actually maybe one day go to Climate Pledge Arena. But anyway, um, thank you for for just having this full blown discussion, expansion draft, uh, amateur draft expectations for the Kraken and overall just your background journey in the sport of hockey. Thank you, Trey. It was fun. So there you have it, guys. It's almost time to release the Kraken. Their expansion draft is fast approaching. Then they have to do the amateur draft like everyone else. And then obviously free agencies and trades. So thank you to Erica of Locked On Kraken for coming on to the show and overall having that full-blown discussion. It was a lot of fun. And you guys heard it here first. So hypothetically, from Erica's perspective, uh, you know, this is a very early perspective. She's claiming that the Seattle Kraken will take Will Butcher off our hands. And like I told you guys, I gave my reason as to why P.K. Subban needed to be protected. Like I said, this is all hypothetical. Nothing is confirmed. I don't know what's going to happen. A lot can happen in a matter of a couple weeks, but we'll see what happens. But overall, it was just nice having that hypothetical expansion draft discussion with Erica. So that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils. Thanks for listening.